0: Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer.
1: And I'm Dorisha Freer,
0: And we are not experts.
1: No, we're not. We are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums.
0: And this is a very, very special episode. As you probably noticed, there's no ad at the beginning of this episode, and there won't be any ads through the entire app.
1: And that is because this whole episode is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. We just love that Ulta Beauty agrees that skincare is about more than just the products you put on your skin. I feel like we talk about that a lot. It's about learning to love the skin you're in. Mm -hmm. So we love Ulta's message. We love their vibe. Love everything about them. And we're so excited to be talking about our skincare journeys today, thanks to our friends at Ulta Beauty. And you can visit our website, Forever35 Podcast.com, for links to everything we mentioned on the show. This is going to be a very prod heavy episode.
0: I'm so pumped.
1: Me too. I feel like we we like we don't get to like fully talk about prods anymore that much. So this is so fun.
0: Yeah, like we can we're giving ourselves the gift of prod today. We are like we're gonna
1: <laughs> totally, totally. I walked out of
0: my walked out of my house and into my office and I carried one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve products in my arms.
1: <laughs> wow. You have twelve? I have I have six with me, and I think there's going to be a couple more that I mention, just well, to give everyone the lay of the land.
0: You know that I've kind of been leaning into this idea that I am maybe a skincare maximalist, so I feel like yes, yes that might be kind of this my journey that I get into today is I really love discovering this for like you. who am I as a skincare person.
1: Well, Kate, bring us back to the Kate Spencer skincare. Origin story, if you will. Where did it begin?
0: I mean, the earliest memories I have of skincare are take place with my mom and my grandmothers. So I think like Mm. my earliest, earliest is that, you know, my grandmother, my grammy, my grammy, Elsie, I don't miss my grammy. So she was first generation American, you know, the daughter of Italian immigrants. And she used everything. You know what I mean? Like if she was cooking with and like she cracked some eggs into a bowl, she'd like dip some egg white and put it on her face. Like she was always growing aloe Ooh. in her backyard and putting it on her skin. I I feel like she kind of grew up with this mentality. Like you did not waste anything. She also grew up in the depression. So that was one of the first kind of things I saw with when it came to this idea of, of skincare and self-care it was just all very organic with her. And then my other memory is staying with my other grandmother, my Grammy Betty. And she always had this one one product and it was Nivea. And it wasn't like Nivea mm-hmm. in a tube because we are talking some early 80s memories here. It was Nivea in like a little circular tin.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes. You I remember that. I do. And if you buy Nivea overseas, if you buy it like in Germany, which is what people say is like the Lemaire dupe. Mm-hmm. I've never tried this myself, but it, I believe it still comes in a tin.
0: Well, she had tins in every room. <laughs> it was like the accoutrement wow. after a lamp. There was a tin of Nivea.
1: <laughs> so did this make you want to use Nivea?
0: i would just it was just always there if i stayed at her there. house and it the Got smell it. still reminds me of her the texture because i feel like nivea has a very specific texture so that was me experiencing other people and then of course you know my mom i always admired her little like skincare treasures she had the full clinique line which i think your mom did is I well. mean if
1: you were a mom in the 80s and you could afford it i feel like you had the clinique whatever step routine,
0: yeah. right? That, what else could you have?
1: Like for my you know, my mom was someone is someone who does not like to pay full price on anything. She loves the sale. So almost everything we ever bought during my childhood was on sale. But Clinique skincare and skincare stuff was like the one thing that we would go to like the real department store. Like Ugh. we'd go to Filene's upstairs, not just uh-huh. Filene's basement. Uh-huh. And it was so fancy. And I mean, to be fair, we would almost always go if there was a gift with purchase.
0: Oh, I love a gift GWP. With I mean, <laughs> who doesn't love getting that little bag of goodies?
1: Yes. But that was like the one thing that she would, you know, spend... Spend retail price on. It was always very important to her. And I remember that so clearly.
0: You know, it's interesting you say that because my mom was also very frugal and was also very low maintenance. And one thing that blew me away when I moved back home when I was 26 to, you know, help as my mom's caregiver, she had a jar of Lemaire. And She had apparently, while I had been living out of the home, gotten into La Mer. I I don't know where she heard, like if she saw it on Oprah, if a friend told her. But like this was very out of character for her. And so like she was so into it and would use it so sparingly, but it was very important to her. She loved it. I remember it just felt like this very significant thing for her. And she taped a note on the lid of the jar telling people not to use it because it was that like... (laughs) Like she didn't want any of it to go to waste. And also she knew I would go in there and be like scoop and take like a, (laughs) you know, apple sized amount of the La Mer and like rub it all over my face. So it's interesting. I don't know if those moments necessarily influenced my own journey, but kind of helped me understand like what skin, what it meant to take care of your body in that way. Mm, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, just how different people did it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that it was something that was like highly valued.
0: Yes, and you know, I'm sure it it led me to wonder, like, why? You know, like why totally. why are they doing this? What is the yeah. what does it give them? What are they trying to get out of this?
1: Do you remember as a teenager? Did you have a skincare routine?
0: Well, I have a very, very fond memory of getting to travel for the out of the country for the first time when I was 11, going to the United Kingdom and walking into a body shop store for the first time Ooh. and buying the cucumber cleansing milk and the cucumber water toner. And I had never put stuff on my face before. Like I just... I, I guess I just like gone in the shower and like maybe put water on my face. Yes. But you know, I was 12, 11 or 12 at this time. And it just felt so exciting to, I think you know what it is. It's not just the act of like taking care of yourself or like getting zits and learning how to care for your skin. It's the act of having something that is like uniquely yours. Mm. So that is what I vividly remember. And then of course, like, Turning eleven and twelve was just like a gateway into the 90s skincare world.
1: Which- oh my gosh. <laughs> tell me about it. I was just remembering clean and clear cream, like deep, clean mm. yeah. clean and clear like deep cream cleanser.
0: Yes, it came in the tube.
1: Yes, and it yes. had that kind
0: of like noxema-ish consistency.
1: Yes, totally. Um, but you know, I feel like in the 90s, so much of what we did was like stripping our skin.
0: Well, the messaging was like, don't get zits. Yeah. Not like love your skin, take care of however totally. your skin is. It was just like, you cannot have pimples.
1: Yes. Like I remember going on Retin-A for pimples. Which I is, remember is my-
0: prescription. hmm Wow.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, my mom, like, Squeezing my zits and showing me how to squeeze them, like, cause it was just like, Oh, you're supposed to get rid of these. But the ways that we got rid of them were <laughs> now I, I like look back on it and I'm like, Oh God. Also, like, so much stuff that was so abrasive on our skin, like St. Ives apricot <laughs> scrub.
0: Dory, I bought that recently.
1: I mean, like, God bless, but. <laughs> It's very abrasive and all those like stridex pads, clearasil, like all those things that we just we were just trying to
0: like strip any oil from our face. Well, it's interesting in thinking about like learning about skincare and also learning kind of just self-acceptance, having to kind of like shed that messaging out of your brain. The way I think I first understood skincare as a teen was as a means to fix a problem. And now I really, I don't view it that way at all. I I really view it as a way of like caring and nurturing yourself. Um, And, but that was, that took some mental work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you remember like, was there an aha moment for you or was it just kind of like a gradual evolution?
0: Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't believe I had an ah. I mean, well, I think the aha moments came when I was well into adulthood, you know, like well right. into my 30s. I think it was honestly the first time I Googled, <laughs> not the first time, as like an adult in my mid-30s when I was like French skincare routines because I just thought that they'll know. Right and it was and like did they well yes and i bought like a bunch of french skincare products and actually like i have one here that i love which is avene avene or Avene? i never quite know how to say it because i am of an american tongue but this is this um it's their rich skin recovery cream they are mm. a french company yes, it's yes, yes. so nice it's and this
1: so is something nice but you can get at Ulta Beauty.
0: Yes, you can get this at Ulta. Yeah. Because you can get French skincare at Ulta Beauty. Yes. Um But yeah. And and I think I like looked up French sk- <laughs> French skincare and that's where I first learned about Mesolar water. And just the idea oh. that like people weren't <laughs> scrubbing the hell out of their face, but were just kind of like, oh, in the morning I might have a little miscellar water on and then put some of this cream on. I was like, what?
1: totally totally yeah did you have I an aha like,
0: uh-huh, a skin aha uh-huh?
1: you know i i feel like i've i've alluded to this before but there was i do remember this moment in it must have been my early to mid 30s just trying to think about like when this would have happened because i was still living in new york um and i had a friend who was it like a magazine editor And she always had such beautiful skin. And I was like, huh. I wonder what she, like, it was the first time that I was like, oh, she probably has like a routine, like a skincare routine. Cause I had just been kind of like haphazardly putting stuff on my face. Totally. No, you know, I didn't really ever have like strong brand loyalties you you know, I use mostly drugstore stuff, which is totally fine um but I just I never really had like a curiosity
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: remember asking her, just like, oh hey, like you have really nice skin like what do you use? And she told me and gave me this like whole rundown of like what she used and what beauty editors at her magazine use and like this whole thing and I was like, oh, there is this whole world yes. that like I didn't like I knew it existed, but I'd never really been interested in it. And then suddenly I was like very interested in it. So I would say that was kind of, that was like a little bit of my aha moment. And so, you know, she, my friend told me about this small brand that I'd never heard of and I bought the whole line <laughs> and it was, it was more than I had ever spent on like anything skincare related in my entire life. And I was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I'm spending this money on skincare because it just wasn't something that I budgeted for in that way. no, do you know what I mean?
0: Yes, I do. It was like something I picked up when I got my groceries,
1: yes, and so and 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 I should say like I didn't have it in my head that I was you know trying to fix anything. It was just that like she kind of glowed <laughs> in a way that I was like. I want to glow like that.
0: You wanted your literal glow up is what I I hear you say. I wanted my literal
1: glow up. (laughs) And you know, what was so funny is after I started using these products, people started complimenting me on my skin.
0: Oh, man. So they worked.
1: Yes. In a way that like had never happened before. And that's when I was like, oh, like this works. This does something. Um, and that was, I think that was when I really started getting more curious about skincare because I had, like, I think, I, I honestly think that before this happened, I kind of thought that every skincare claim was, like, fake.
0: hmm Like, I was
1: like, uh, like, this doesn't, like, really do anything. And then that was my moment where I was like, Oh
0: things do do things.
1: (laughs) Like it sounds so silly now, but at the time it was kind of revelatory.
0: I didn't have that realization. I think until I was actually until very recently, like right around when we started our podcast, I had kind of put my first, like made my first big skincare purchase, which was buying Mm. good jeans by Cindy Riley. And I feel like that is a product that, you use and you f- see a noticeable difference in your skin. Yes, and that was the first time I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like, oh, you this you do stuff."
1: Totally, totally. Um, and then you know, I feel like fast forward to 2017, which was also the year I turned 40, mm. and it suddenly felt like skincare was all anyone wanted to talk about. I was like texting my friends about skincare, I was posting on Facebook about skincare, reading Twitter threads about skincare. I got into like Reddit skincare, you know, Reddit subreddits about skincare, and then you texted and asked if I wanted to start a <laughs> podcast about skincare and I was like, "Of course I do because it was as if like suddenly I don't know, thinking and talking about skincare was everywhere and I was really interested in it in a way that I just hadn't been before.
0: Well, one thing I, th- I do think a lot about is that I never really truly understood for many years what it meant to care for your skin. And I'm not just talking about your mm. face, right? Like, mm-hmm. I remember when I was a teenager, I'm a very pale-skinned person. I burn and freckle. And yet, I remember – quote going tanning during the summer and putting baby oil all over my, oh my body. Gosh. Yeah, and I ended up with the worst sunburn of my life. And I wasn't I wasn't taking care of myself. And yeah. I think it was it was there was so much um like the idea of of beauty and these products was for the people looking at us and not for ourselves, right?
1: Yes. It was
0: so performative. And I do feel like there has been some shift in that. And and maybe it's also mm-hmm. just aging, but generationally, like this younger generation, the people behind us and age, they, I don't, I'm sure there is pressure, obviously, and many challenging experiences, but it also feels like they are, they approach this differently than we did as teens.
1: For sure. I mean, they did a dark circle trend.
0: And they wear their pimple stickers like as part of their style
1: yes yes so that has you're right that has been like pretty inspiring to see
0: yeah i feel like there's a lot of learning to be done from the generations that are younger than us about yeah. about this stuff too
1: yeah for sure um well you know, I, I wanted to go back to what you were saying when we first started the episode about being a maximalist because mm-hmm. I feel like I have I like I've also flirted with this. Like I've tried to have a 10 step skincare routine and it just like didn't work for me. But I've also tried to have like a fully bare bones skincare routine, like one of those skincare routines where you like just use one product or two products. And, and like that hasn't really felt right for me either. And so I do feel like that it, it, it does turn out that like my happy place is somewhere in the middle. Like I, I don't want to only use one or two products, but I also don't want the commitment of like a 10 step routine. And I also want to be able to like mix things up a little bit. I feel like I've become a lot more focused on ingredients lately, not and not so much brands per se. like i'm I'm curious to try like different brands, retinols, for example, um, versus like the one serum from the one brand. Do you know what I mean?
0: Wait a second. You're open to trying different retinols from different brands.
1: Okay. So I feel like I've become like in a way I've become like less brand loyal and more loyal to like the type of product.
0: Yes. I'm with you so, on like, that big time. So
1: like, yeah. So if I'm using a retinol, I'll try out different ones and I'm like not always necessarily loyal to a specific retinol. Um, but that, I think that also might be a function of us doing the podcast and getting access to so many different
0: products. Totally. Totally. And just We're being like, Ooh, lucky. this
1: is cool. Um, and, like. You know, again, I will say like, I feel like I've tried very few bad, quote unquote, bad products, but I think that's also because I know my skin better now. And like, I will probably not try something that I know will like irritate my skin or, you know, anything like make me have a bad reaction. Whereas in the past, I feel like if people were like, try this thing, I'd be like, okay, like, you know, (laughs) without taking into consideration whether it was like actually right for me.
0: Okay. So this, I've had like an epiphany about this lately, this idea, because I do feel like we now get asked, like, for example, a friend was like, Oh, I, you know, I have a coupon here. What should I get? And I was like, I can't tell you that anymore because it's so individual. And there's, you know, there's so much talk about like cult favorites or like, this is the product. Right. But it's only the product like it's only that if it works for you and we are all so different. Mm-hmm. Both like different skin, different budget, different like desires, different time. Like we it, we there's just no one size fits all when it comes to this stuff. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. <sighs> so with that said, oh <sighs> sorry no. Go no, ahead. I was
0: go al- I was also going to say like one thing that i have kind of learned through this experience like this the skincare journey that we've been on is that i really love trying different products and having fun with it and experimenting mm-hmm. and finding something that seems you know like i have this gold mask over here like there's just it can be really fun and i don't know if i'm ever going to be the person who like finds the one thing and sticks to it for 30 years i think i might be the person who flirts with lots of different products and and dabbles.
1: Hey, that's okay. But that's what I mean. Like, we're getting to know ourselves better. And that's what makes you happy. It might make some... Like, it made your grandmother happy to be a Nivea loyalist.
0: (laughs) A Nivea gal to the end.
1: Right. But, like, that would not work for you, which is fine.
0: It is fine. And like you're saying, you know, I do think I can identify the... Kind of product I love. Like you're talking about retinol. I love a mist. I will always love misting. You love a mist. Uh, love a mist, and then I love to slather my face in oil. And it's just I'm all I think I'm gonna love that for a while.
1: Hey, you know what? That's great. I love that for you.
0: So then knowing all of this about our our journeys, what are our current prod obsessions?
1: Okay. First of all, we should preface this all by saying that everything we mention from here on out is available at Ulta Beauty.
0: Let me tell you, you're going to be pretty pumped about some of these. You
1: are going to be very pumped. I will also say, before I get to the actual prods, one thing that I do really appreciate about Ulta Beauty is that they have a huge cruelty free selection. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's just become much more important to me. I think I've mentioned this on the pod before that like all of my prods right now are not, I'm not totally cruelty-free, but I'm getting there and I'm really trying when I buy a new prod to make sure that it is cruelty-free. So I was able, you know, you're able to just go on the Ulta Beauty website and search by cruelty-free, which is great. Like it just makes things so much easier. So Without further ado, here's some of my faves that I've been using lately. Okay. First of all, you know that I'm obsessed with CoQ10.
0: (laughs) I've heard. (laughs) Pray tell. Okay.
1: So there is an amazing CoQ10 toner from Indie Lee, who is a brand that I love. They are an independent, um, small independent brand. Cruelty free. This is so lovely. I feel like so many toners that I use are very drying. Have you had this experience?
0: I've had a. Well, are you talking about like a misty toner? I tend to. I tend to always go for a hydrating toner.
1: Yeah. So I feel like I haven't had great luck finding a great hydrating toner, and this Indie Lee, uh coq10 toner is hydrating it makes my skin feel amazing it has coq10 my favorite ingredient in it i'm just i'm all in on this
0: on this toner and you're using this after you cleanse
1: after you cleanse yes you actually so it it comes in a spray but you put it onto a cotton pad
0: Oh, so would you I put or just it, put it directly on your face or no?
1: It says, you know, so I've been following the directions on the bottle, which say to saturate a cotton pad and apply to face and neck morning and evening after cleansing. So I haven't been applying it directly to my face. I've been putting it on a cotton pad, a reusable cotton pad, I should also add. Um, and I just, I really, I really like it. So that, that is a prod that I'm really enjoying Um, then, so there's another, there's a serum that I've also really been liking lately from Peach and Lily. Mm. Do you know this brand?
0: Uh, funny you say that because I've got a cleanser that I'm very into by them.
1: Oh, well, look at that.
0: Let's just have a little Peach and Lily moment here.
1: Okay, so... I want to talk about their glass skin refining serum. Okay. It has like the most delicious ingredients in it. It has niacinamide, which we all know is like the thing you want in anything moisturizing. It has peptides. It has hyaluronic acid, but it also has East Asian mountain yam. (laughs) Wow. And it also has peach extract.
0: Hmm.
1: um, it's really lovely. Uh I I just, I'm really enjoying using it. So that's another, um that's another prod. Do you want me to keep going or do you want to like intersperse some of your prods as I'm talking?
0: I mean, I could just give a little shout out to this peach and lily, you know, because I think, I think what you're describing is kind of like your morning first steps because you mm-hmm. don't always wash in the morning.
1: Right. Yes.
0: I have been using the Peach and Lily Power Calm Hydrating Gel Cleanser. First of all, I'm a sucker for like a light scent.
1: Yes, you love a light scent.
0: This has chamomile in it. It's a very soothing, non-stripping cleanser. So I've been Mm. using it at night after like as my part of my double cleanse situation. Mm. But I've also found it light enough to use in the morning.
1: Ooh, lovely.
0: So we're we're peach and lilying is what I'm hearing.
1: We are peach and lilying, but can I tell you? Okay, <laughs> when I told you about, that I was using this prod, you were like, "You love a gel moisturizer."
0: <laughs> you do. You <gasps> love a gel moisturizer. It's like I so do. on brand. I had a chuckle. I know,
1: but you know, I feel like I finally I I've found my holy grail gel moisturizer. Really. Yes, I really, I I sincerely think that this is my holy grail gel moisturizer and it has yogurt in it.
0: (laughs) No wonder you love it. You love (laughs) a protein. You love a probiotic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you love a yogurt. (laughs) So it's from Chorus. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is their Greek yogurt nourishing probiotic gel cream. I like, I truly cannot say enough Wonderful things about this moisturizer! Wow, it, I'm holding it up for Kate, and she's like, "Okay, it looks like a jar." Wait, of can you hold it again? Hold it up again? Yes,
0: it okay. looks good. Wow, you've used a lot of it. Have I? I mean, it just looks like you've been enjoying yourself.
1: <laughs> I have, and you know, it has a bit of a scent, but nothing that I find offensive. Okay, <laughs> you know, I don't love scent. Um, it's just really nice. It it goes on so smoothly, and it's light. I feel like getting something that is light, but moisturizing is really tough. And that's what I'm always looking for in my gel moisturizer. And this one just nails it.
0: What, what do you use it? Like this is a morning and evening routine. Staple? This is a
1: morning. This is a morning. I need something a little richer um, in the evening because in the morning I, you know, I'm putting sunscreen on over. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't like to put on a. Moisturizer that's too heavy in the morning. I'm with you. So that is why I've been leaning to gel cream. It's not, you know, it's not when I say gel, it's not like a gel. It's a cream, right? But it has that light, yes, touch exactly. It and like the texture is just so lovely. Mm, I'm putting some on right now. It's really, oh, it's just, it's just so nice.
0: Well, look, I can love a gel cleanser, too. But it's not this, a gel cleanser. It's a gel. I mean, a gel. Cream. I'm sorry. I can love a gel cream. But I really love this belief, the true cream, Aquabomb.
1: Oh, I think that isn't. I think Aquabomb. Wait, is Aquabomb a gel?
0: Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it is, right? Yeah. Look at this baby.
1: I love this stuff.
0: I love. So, okay. Oops,
1: So you are also on board the gel moisturizer train.
0: Especially in the morning. Yes. And I should say I'm holding this up. That's why you hear the little background sound effects. (laughs) Just like a little radio show in the 1930s. (laughs) Yeah. I I love that. I do like a gel cream, especially in the morning. I find it very refreshing. Whereas like an oil to me or like a thicker cream sometimes feels like too much. Yes. Yeah. I'm with you. I like mist and do a vitamin C before my gel moisturizer.
1: Mm, okay. I've got what a little you, what do you tell me what you use. Okay,
0: well hold on one second. Okay, one of my favorite brands, Pixie, makes a hydrating mm. Milky Mist, which is has some hyaluronic acid in it, which I love. And then Dory, I have been trying out, thanks to our friends at Ulta Beauty, Clinique's Moisture Moisture Surge Face Spray. Ooh.
1: As an ode to
0: our mothers.
1: I love that. How is it?
0: It's quite nice. I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the ride, and you know, so I've been alternating between my Milky Mist and my Moisture Surge.
1: Okay, quite a mouthful. Do you feel, do you feel like your moisture is surging?
0: <laughs> it's milky. It's misty, and yes, it is surging. And I will say, actually, like one thing I have been noticing about, um. Some of the products I've been using and I will get to like a holy, a possible holy grail entry later on. But the the dry spots for me, which are, which I'm, this is why I always try to use a hydrating toner, which is like right under my eyelids, like kind of that, um, it's not your cheekbone. What is this bone? Like where you would dab eye cream, that bone area, Mm -hmm. I get flaky and dry. It's the weirdest spot. Yes. So I have not had that with this combination of products, which has been really satisfying. And then for vitamin C, I've been using um, Sunday Riley again, their CEO vitamin C.
1: Well, let me tell you, I have been using a Sunday Riley retinol. Give it to me. Actually, sorry, I take that back. It's a retinoid. It's a retinoid serum. It is the Sunday Riley A plus high dose retinoid serum. It has six point five percent retinoid, and then it also has. Hold on to your hats,
0: Dory. CoQ ten. I knew it.
1: <laughs> I knew it. And it has honey.
0: So heard, okay. there's a lot of like deliciousness to your products right now. Have you noticed this? You've got a yes. yogurt gel cream, and now a honey
1: retinoid. I'm really enjoying it. So what's really nice about this serum? Is that it does not irritate? It has not irritated my skin like sometimes retinols can do.
0: Is it like kind of an oily serum?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's like, it's
0: like, oh it's, no, yeah, it it's light. Like,
1: like, it's very light, but it it kind of looks like a like a moisturizer almost.
0: And you do this, um, and then you do your nighttime moisture situation.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Which is?
1: Well, so I've been using this First Aid Beauty. Ooh.
0: The Ultra Repair?
1: A brand that I'm a big fan of. Yes, the Ultra Repair Hydro Firm Night Cream.
0: How do you like that?
1: I love it. Ooh. I feel like this is, like if you're looking for like a thick, rich, moisturizer that's not that's not greasy or like overly heavy but like really gets in there this is what you want in my opinion
0: that is how i feel about this Even cream peau intolerante i can't speak french anymore Intol intolerant it's skin recovery cream for those of us who don't speak french it's a great like thick nighttime cream but that's doesn't feel like you're wearing cement on your face.
1: Yes. Totally. I'm just putting these products. I know Dory's just (laughs) in the middle of the afternoon. It (laughs) is an
0: afternoon and Dory just I watched her put retinol and now a thick moisturizer on.
1: Like, wait, I just put retinol on. Hmm, okay, well, that's the way it goes.
0: Just gonna gonna mist. Just to keep up Um, with you. Um
1: you know what I also do like that I will sometimes mix with other prods is this Ordinary Hyaluronic Acid 2% plus B5. And as I feel like we have discussed before, the Ordinary is just like a great entry point into trying different ingredients.
0: It's so great.
1: So, you know, if, you, if you've if you been Hyaluronic Acid curious or you feel like some of your, maybe your moisturizer needs a boost or a serum needs a boost, I think this is a great, product to like mix with stuff. And I would say the vast majority of the ordinary's products are like $10 or under, they have a few that are over $10, but most of them are under $10. So the price point is just like amazing. It's
0: bananas. It's great. So should I take you to my Holy grail territory?
1: Kate, Take me there,
0: okay, Dory. I love this product so much. Okay, I wasn't. Okay, let me set this up. Yes, yeah, I've the scene. I've tried a lot of oils. I like oils. It, they feel good on my face. I like the application. I love just like the texture. And whenever I put an oil on my face, I tend to really like massage into my face and neck and even my shoulder blades. It just is like a very good. For me, like a nice kind of physical ritual. It's very grounding. And I was very excited to try this oil because I've I've wanted to try try it. Um they actually made a product with a friend of ours, Jackie Johnson, Natchebute host, extraordinaire, niche beauty influencer. Jackie Johnson. So this is Lolly. And I tried their Plum Elixir Rejuvenating beauty oil. And you can use this on your skin but also dry hair, your scalp, your lips. It's for everything. And they are an incredibly wow. environmentally sound company like the from the packaging to the product. It's just a really if, you know, sustainability is something that's really important to you, you should definitely check them out just for that reason alone. But I need to climb onto a soap box made of soap since this is a podcast about skincare products and tell you that this is like maybe the best face oil I've ever used. Wow. I'm talking like, I don't know how to explain it in a way that makes it make sense, but you know how there's, uh, there's always somebody who's like, this oil just, my skin just drinks it up. And then you try and you're like, <laughs> well, it's nice, but like my, don't feel like my skin drank it. Uh... My whole life, I've been looking for an oil that my skin will drink. And I put this stuff on. You gotta, you gotta be damp before, which is great for me because you know, I'm always misting myself. So you gotta mist this stuff. It just makes my skin feel so good. I cannot even, like, it like blows my mind. And it also, like, the morning after my skin just feels supple. It feels plump. Mm -hmm. It just feels great. I've never had a product like this just kind of absorb into my skin in a way that is so, like, that, that, that phrase finally makes sense to me. I'm finally there. I've reached, Oil nirvana where I now have an oil that sinks into my skin. This stuff is amazing.
1: You are gushing.
0: I know. I feel like I just like we just had like our third date and I'm like super in love, but I don't want to say it yet to the person. That's how I feel about this product. Wow. It's so good, Dory. Let me give you some of the stats. It's an organic superfood beauty oil to instantly hydrate for bright, bouncy, and dewy skin. So already, right, I'm on board. Some cool things about it, they do zero waste beauty, which means the bottle comes with a compostable label. Um, It's slipped into a tray that's freshly grown from mushrooms and then wrapped in an upcycled hemp sleeve. This is what I'm talking about. The sustainability of this product. Wow. So it's all ethically sourced. And so it uses plum kernel oil, which they say is the holy grail of oils. I've never used plum kernel oil before. Have you? No. Well, let me tell you, I'm never going back. I'm a plum person now.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean,
0: I say it's full of vitamins A, C, and E, antioxidants, and omega fatty acids that make it more effective than argan or marula oil.
1: Wow. That, I mean, that's, th- those are bold
0: claims. I realize that this, you know, this is a big, bold statement for me, but I really like true. And I did text you, did I not? And I was like, hey, I think I'm having the moment where I've found something that I love more than anything else. Yes, you did text me. And it's this. Now I'm rubbing my face with things. (laughs) Oh, I just love it. It just feels so good. It smells so good. And then it just goes in. And my skin, like, I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, my God, am I seeing things? Or did this product, like, magically hydrate me? (laughs) (laughs) I never want to be without it. It completes me.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So that's where I've landed.
1: Um I'm into this for you. I
0: mean, look. We are living our truths here.
1: Yes, we are. We're fully living our truths. Um I just want to mention one more prod which is this lanolin lano it's made by Lano Lips, I guess. It is their golden dry skin salve. Mm. It's really nice. It's um, it's like very thick. It's like a, it's like an ointment almost. Um, I guess it's a salve. I guess that's what a salve is. And I just like you put it on your dry parts.
0: Oh, not just your lips.
1: Correct.
0: Oh, yeah. And it
1: just smooths everything it says for exceptionally dry skin all over
0: oh that's so cool the The name yeah. is misleading because i thought the it name might name is G- very
1: misleading the company i don't totally follow the company is called lano lips this this prod appears to be called lano all over so i don't know but i'm a big fan
0: i've been using um sarah hap's the dream slip which is like Ooh. a really nice overnight lip mask. Ooh. You only need a drop. It's so like thick and hydrating, um, but it feels great. And it, my lips feel very moisturized in the morning and I'm always like crunching dry lips. And this has made them feel so much better.
1: You know what I've been using is the Awake Beauty Lip Therapy Lip Mask. I've
0: never heard of Awake Beauty.
1: It's really nice. I recommend if you're, if you're looking for a lip mask that's not like too kind of like sticky mm-hmm. and heavy, but is like more than just putting on like a regular old lip balm. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, I do. That doesn't I do recommend, the
1: trick. I recommend this one. So that's where we are.
0: Oh, here's a question for you as we kind of come to the end of the road, what do you think like the next, your next like step in your skincare journey is? Do you know what I mean? Like, where Ooh. do you think you kind of land after all this? You know, we've been doing a podcast that like heavily deals with skincare for year, for a few years now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've tried so many different products. We've kind of settled on our routines and what works for us and what doesn't. So what do you, what do you think happens next for you?
1: Well. You know, we've been talking about this a bit on the pod, but I feel like my next frontier is really, like, body care, Mm -hmm. body skin care, and, like, really getting into that because that has just been, like, neglected for me. So I think that is kind of my next frontier in terms of my skin. What about you?
0: I really love that as it it being body. I think for me, you know, my children are entering the age where I think they're going to start getting like wanting to use skincare, like one my daughter has has been getting little zits and she like takes care of them and washes her face. But I think for me, it's going to be like modeling self-care and self-love and educating my kids on both like how to care for yourself and also hopefully modeling More self acceptance than I think I saw as a kid, not necessarily from my my parents, but just kind of the world around me. So I think that's going to be like my next step in all of this.
1: I love that. Hmm. That's all. That's really lovely. Well, thank you. Well, Kate, this has been really fun.
0: Yeah, this has been very fun.
1: I feel like I learned a lot about you. I learned a lot about myself. I got some tips on some new hot prods.
0: Same. We yeah. discovered we're both peach and lily people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so just another big thanks to Ulta Beauty for giving us this opportunity to just ramble on about ourselves <laughs> and our
0: skincare. What we do best. And also, what thank you for letting joy. us... Try out new products that we hadn't tried before. It's been really fun.
1: Yes. Ah, so, all right. Well, thanks everyone. And just a reminder that links to all the prods that we mentioned will be on our website, february35podcast.com. You can check out Ulta Beauty at ulta.com. And thanks again.